And for some people, that can be a struggle with self-image. It can be a struggle with self-esteem. It can be a struggle with confidence. And it can be a struggle of, am I actually doing the right things? Every detail, everything that comes from our upbringing, everything that comes from the way we grew up, everything that comes from the companies we work out or the businesses that we run, that's now in our hands to decide. Because Mavericks, at the end of the day, are change makers, right? They have a vision, but they also are willing and able to execute. You are listening to The Isaac Velez Show, the best podcast for Mavericks, rare breeds of thinkers and doers characterized by a relentless pursuit of excellence and an unquenchable thirst for innovation. I'm your host, Isaac, a performance coach, and our show is a masterclass of achieving holistic success, deeply rooted in stoicism and essentialism. If that sounds interesting, stay tuned for today's episode and welcome to The Isaac Velez Show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Isaac Velez Show. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your time. Let's get right into today's episode. Today, we're talking about how change makers generate confidence. Now, as we've stepped as a platform into this idea of the maverick, right? A rare, brinker, a rare breed of a thinker and a doer, someone that disrupts, that's a visionary, and that is willing to challenge the status quo to do what they believe is necessary and is their calling. We talk about this term of change makers because Mavericks at the end of the day are change makers, right? They have a vision, but they also are willing and able to execute. And so in these moments where if you're brave enough to think authentically, and truly believe in the message that you're saying, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to think you're crazy because you're willing to, in a sense, offend their sense of thinking, their line of thinking by the mere fact that you don't want to fit in. You are willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. And for some people, that can be a struggle with self-image. It can be a struggle with self-esteem. It can be a struggle with confidence. And it can be a struggle of, am I actually doing the right things? And so when you're sitting down and you're thinking about these things, whether you're on the edge of the bed or you're out walking or you're just taking a seat in a normal chair, the kinds of questions that I ask myself are, if I weren't doing this, what would I be doing? And could I honestly, willingly do that? Because people talk about this concept of living an easy life or having hard, strong character. And the price of one is the other. If you have an easy life, then you give up having hard, strong character because you have nothing that makes that character. But on the flip side, if you have a hard life or if you have hard character, you give up an easy life because you require challenges and hard times in order to build that character. And so if you say that you want to be a person that makes change and that leaves an impact and has a vision and wants to do all these things, that requires strong will and fortitude because a strong mind isn't just being able to do complicated math or having intellectual or philosophical thoughts. A strong mind is telling your body what to do. It's ignoring distractions and not giving in to weaknesses, not giving in to indulgences. And so how then becomes the why? You start with the why. You put it into perspective of, if I truly say that I want to be a person that changes the world, I cannot be dissuaded by the opinions of people that will not matter. 
people that do not understand the vision that I have. You have to dial down onto, I am the only one who knows the vision. I am the only one that understands this vision. And if I'm looking introspectively into my own life, there's moments where I've questioned my own path, where I've questioned the things that I'm doing because it's killed a lot of my friendships. It's broken up relationships. It's changed the way that people used to view me. And there's a lot of people that hate me for the things that I do and the things that I say. Not that what I say is offensive, but my mere willingness to be authentic has isolated them. But all these things are signs that I'm on the right path. Now, don't get me wrong. It took me time to understand that those were signs of being on the right path. But the more you choose to be who you are, the harder it is to please others because you are walking in your own lane and therefore you're not in their lane. And that willingness to do that is built over time as you become happier and more fulfilled by the work that you're doing. And so back to the topic that we're talking about here and, and setting up the frame of, of this conversation, how change makers generate confidence is they understand that their only job is to carry out the mission that they came in with. And that the more and more they do what they're supposed to do, the more and more they realize that their path is their own and their contribution is only good if they can be who they truly are. And so they don't build confidence by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but they build it by continually becoming more of who they are. It's said over time in many ways from Descartes, who said, I think therefore I am, from PEMDOG poet who said, become who you are by knowing who you are. The mere consciousness of our own being, the mere fact that we can only hear our thoughts and our thoughts are the only thing that are technically real to us. Everything else could be an illusion of our mind. We don't actually know for certain is the fact that we have to start inward and we have to understand that every detail, everything that comes from our upbringing, everything that comes from the way we grew up, everything that comes from the companies we work out of the businesses that we run that's now in our hands to decide how do we use what we know and move forward? How do we become more of who we are with our unique crafted purpose and vision and take advantage of it? And so here are three actionable steps that have personally helped me build that confidence. And that is the confidence that I can adapt to any situation. So the actionable step was Put myself in different environments and figure out how to adapt and survive. Number two, looking at others who have success that I want and seeing how they view their own success and their own strengths as well as their own weaknesses. And three, not lying to myself, telling it to myself straight. If, for example, right now the podcast, if it's not as good as I want to, it's because my content isn't good enough, because my message isn't good enough, because the visuals aren't good enough. Taking in the extreme ownership, not in a critical sense, like I'm not judging myself or attaching this to my character, but the work that I do needs to be better if I want a better result. It's more about are my inputs good enough for the outputs that I want or not, not am I worthy of the outputs. And so that's where the differentiating becomes. You have to isolate performance from, from image. Performance should back your image, but they're not tied to another. If your performance goes down instantly, your image isn't different. And your image can go up and your performance can stay the same. Now, ideally, you should have some sort of correlation 
So that way, when you have a higher self-image, you start to perform better. Conversely, you also want to negate if your performance goes down, you want to keep your image to bring your performance back up. And again, we're not living in a perfect cycle. My life, like the stock market, is a cycle of ups and downs. But it's not about worrying about the downs as much as what's the overall trend? What's the pattern of your life looking like? Every time that someone criticizes you for being who you are, every time that you question yourself for going on your own path, ask yourself these questions of, am I in a forward pattern or am I going backwards? Am I staying the same just to please other people who don't have the courage to go after their own dreams? Because the harsh reality of the American dream is that everyone roots for everyone else until they actually get what they were rooting for them to have. Because everyone wants you to be better, but no one wants you to be better than them unless they're successful, unless they are happy staying in their own lane. And I have found the most peace when it comes to being different than others in this. I go to the gym and I have worked out for four years. I am fit, I am in good shape, and I am in good health. But I am by no means the strongest or the fastest or with the biggest muscles or the biggest abs or the biggest shoulders. And if you're someone that goes to the gym, you understand this. You see people and they might be fitter than you, more athletic than you. They might be more aesthetically pleasing than you. And there was a time where I would say, well, I would want that. Like, I want to be like that guy. I want to look like that. But no more because I'm comfortable in my own process of growing. I would never want what someone else has because that loses the meaning of actually getting it. Success is meaningful only because we don't know how to get there until we do. And that's that journey that provides the meaning. No matter how much we think we get it from the outcome, it's the ability to try and to fail and to build ourselves and find different parts of ourselves in the pursuit of something bigger. And so change makers generate confidence because they're not listening to the petty squabbles of people that don't understand their dreams, but they're so infatuated in the pursuance of the dream itself. They're in love. They're curious. They're lighthearted because they're pursuing this amazing dream and they're in the clouds. If you ever talk to a visionary or a person with a huge concept or a huge company, a founder, they're in the clouds. They're not talking about numbers or what they did last month. Sometimes they are if they're pitching to investors, but if they're explaining to someone that wants to understand the business, they're in the clouds about everything that it could be. They talk about community and what's community? People buying into the shared vision. And that's the key. Become so obsessed with your own goals and bringing them into fruition, making them goals, right? Turning dreams into goals and start pursuing those goals that everyone else simply just fades because they'll never understand your dreams the way you do. And it's only your ability to see it the way you see it. So that makes it your sole responsibility in life to bring your vision and to do what only you can do. That's all for today's episode on the Isaac Velez Show. Thank you for tuning in. Let's close it out. Veni, Vidi, Vici, I came, I saw, I conquered. That concludes today's episode on the Isaac Velez Show. If you enjoyed this episode and it provided you with value, we appreciate it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode with one person. We are grateful for all the support that you provide. And if you are serious about improving your life, check out our coaching 
at www.isaacantoniovelez.com. Until next time, that's it for today's episode.